Isn't it rich? <laughs> I don't know the rest. Jerry's. <laughs> oh. Where are the clowns? There ought to be clowns. Oh, don't bother. Oh. <laughs> Go back here. <laughs> anyway. Um, obviously, we're talking about Hit, Hit Chapter, Chapter 2. two. <laughs> Duh. Um, this is Halloweeners, a horror movie podcast slash fucking... <laughs> what the fuck Musical theater so nightmare. <laughs> uh, I'm Kira. I'm Cody. <laughs> so, we saw this in theaters oh, um, oh, honey, a few nights ago. With that recliner seat, um, darling, and couple. I got mozzarella sticks like a nightmare boy. That made me so horny. I was like, I need to eat. Uh, they have some mozzarella sticks for, like, mm, the price of a newborn child, well, so I guess I'll just get some. Yeah, I had some sour candy. Um, you know. <laughs> Do you guys like this Which, like, <laughs> oh, oh, there's a connection, because it was Airheads brand, and the Airheads logo is a balloon. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. It's like, it, it, Pennywise was in my bag. Okay, so so on, on the real rail, we usually like to, you know, prepare before we talk into mm-hmm. these microphones and I did not take any notes after watching this uh, I need to I guess like unpack what I saw just because there was a lot of content mm-hmm. and it's she's she's a long she's a long one and that's okay um, we'll get to we that we were in that theater for over three hours with, with previews yeah like I had a full fully intended on leaving to go to go use the restroom during the movie which I did not do proud of you I'm very proud thank you and I, I yeah if, I pee a lot so we, but yeah, we, wanna... we rode the we walked to the train together we rode the little train home oh, together. Honey, crazy train. Not saying a goddamn word about this movie so we could get it live and uh, in person yeah. on these mics, our reactions. Um, <laughs> Emily, go first. What did you just think? Um, so I guess my initial response is that was fun, but I'm not. The first one is so very fun in a way. Just because I think given the circumstances. The second one is much more sad. So just like by principle I'm like eh I don't want to feel stuff but I wasn't as in love with it as I thought I would be but I still enjoyed viewing it I'm almost exactly the same <gasps> plot twist I okay so we <laughs> talked a lot on the it episode about how fun it is mm-hmm. this movie ain't fun oh, and that's sh- okay it's depressing, that's yeah. okay it doesn't have to be the exact same feeling as the first one however I overall liked this movie, but I will say I think they got a little in over their heads in terms of trying to both capture what people loved about the first one so much, namely mm-hmm. the kids acting, which is like amazing child acting, and they're an amazing ensemble together, and the way the narrative is really streamlined. I think it, the first one has an amazing screenplay from this giant book, and the fun and the fun scares, and it's really scary but fun at the same time. So they have to capture all that, and they have to do the part of the book that is way harder to adapt, which is all the mythology with Pennywise, mm-hmm. all the the way they defeat him. Or uh, spoiler, obviously, we're, we're just going. Oh in, so. my god! <laughs> what if they did defeat him and he just killed them? <laughs> yeah, I, we said it was depressing. <laughs> Isn't it rich? <laughs> he sings that song while he's dancing I'll on their dead bodies. Uh, so I think this movie is a little bit. Scattered. Sc- I think it, it's not scattering. Oh. Scattered. Oh, sorry, so sorry. Skillet bow, and <laughs> it just it, it 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 has some trouble. I think threading the needle 
if that makes sense. Ooh. I'm having trouble wording exactly. I, I, I want to be clear. I overall liked this movie. Mm-hmm. I did. I sure. enjoyed it. Same. I think it's worth your time. I think the things that make the first one good in terms of the scares are still here. All mm-hmm. the scenes with Pennywise are great. Oh, so fun. Loved. Yeah. Always love. All Chaotic. the scares. Yeah. At the same time, all of the scares, when they're split up, when the characters are split up, mm-hmm. which, at the, which happens at the same time as when we get some flashbacks to the kids split up, and they also get some, some Pennywise scares. So those are all... <laughs> At the same time, my favorite part of the movie, because they're the fun, like, scary moments, and mm-hmm. they're well done and creative, but at the same time, if I was the director or the studio exec, I'd be like, those are the parts that have to go, because I think they muddy the narrative. I think they make mm. it not as focused oh, uh-huh. and streamlined as the first one is, in a desperate attempt to recapture what people liked about the first one so much. Interesting. And like they are, they're they are, bleh, they're now adults, and I think we could have they we could have given we as the audience could have received more opportunity to empathize with the characters as they were as adults, as opposed to like oh I love them because I liked them you know I enjoyed watching them as kids but it's like I understand they were showing flashbacks because it's them remembering shit that they had forgotten conveniently, but that's a very interesting point. Hmm. Right, all the kid hmm. stuff takes place during the point in it, chapter one, where they go into the the well house, right, and they have a fight, and they kind of have like a schism. They all go their own way for like a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the movie, that's just a montage. Which, right. as Zach pointed out, the cinematic language of film, <gasps> a montage yeah. implies that what we're seeing is the only important things that are happening. It Chapter 2 posits, however, that during this montage, the moment, this month that we're not seeing the characters do things together in the first movie, all this shit with Pennywise is still happening. Right. And that's not what brings them together in the first movie. It's just the fact that Beverly was kidnapped. So they're doing some sort of, like, retconning where they're, like, rewriting kind of the emotional beats of the first movie. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, Because yeah. that montage, like the was in the first one, implies that nothing scary is happening to the kids, in a way. During that time. Yes. That's what I mean. That's why I think it's a desperate attempt to get the kids back in the movie, because we all love them so much from the first time. Uh, because they're like, fuck, how can we get the kids back in without just showing the same shit that happened and having it still take place in the world of It Chapter 1 when Pennywise is still there? Gotcha. Oh, this is the only time we didn't show is during this, this month, this montage month. Gotcha. It has to be set during them. So you think this was this was all that was the entire ploy? That was the whole reason they did that. I think I I can't speak to exactly what the creators thought it chapter two would be, but it does read as just they are they are like fuck. People loved the kids. We gotta have the kids again. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wish they just kept the first movie as just the kids. Sure. Because the adults aren't in it at all. Right. And you know when it first came out, it was just called it. We thought this was this was it. it. <laughs> And it, in chapter two, I wish they had just had the adults, but I also, but I, but I get why they did it because I like the kids. I like seeing the kids. Yeah. So it's it's complicated. And that's a yeah. I you know I I get that vibe. I kind of felt that at times, but I was hoping that in my naivete, not in naivete, but I guess in my optimism, I thought, well, it's a Stephen King book. It could have been written really sure. catastrophic, and maybe they, but they could have filmed it 
back when they had the kids and they clearly were like 16 in some of these scenes when where or you know whereas in the other movie they were clearly like 13 yes well apparently they did some cgi de-aging on the kids yeah that looked dumb i actually didn't notice it I, well well i noticed it okay i'm only saying look dumb i screamed <laughs> because i screamed into the ether because when oh, that's so funny you say that because when i was watching it and i saw scenes with what's his face fucking finn wolfhard and i was like his face looks like it's um you know what is it called when they like it's all over the internet now where people will switch faces and oh, it's like, like seamless and it's horrifying sure. I think it's called deep fakes I saw one where it's like <laughs> Steve Buscemi's s- face is over Jennifer Lawrence accepting <laughs> oh, her Oscar no. I saw where it's Cardi B doing the whole that Jimmy Fallon interview where she's wearing that green dress and she's just yeah. like being silly but it's Will Smith's face oh my god <laughs> I kind of like it actually I think they're called deep fakes whatever it is it felt like that yeah. um, and I like also was like am I going crazy but they probably just digitally made his face look smaller because yes. now he's you know a, he has a, they're growing and so kids grow fast. fast yeah I saw an interview with them I was watching an interview with them you know, doing press for this movie, and they like look so much older, babies. Yeah, but like I feel like Bev really, Bev didn't really age much. But like the other, the, the boys, like a lot of them, definitely rapidly like oh, grew, well, grew. Bev already looked older than the boys in the first one. Yeah, she looked grown. I was on another podcast review of this movie mm-hmm. on Next Best Picture, the website and podcast I um, contribute to, oh, and nice, one of my. Nice co-reviewers pointed out that the moment, because we brought up the same point, but the moment to them when they were like, oh, they just de-aged these kids in CGI was when Georgie showed up in that basement scene, mm -hmm. and apparently he was way taller than he was in the first one, but his face just looked younger, so it was a little uncanny to them. And I didn't, I truly didn't, I truly didn't notice the entire movie, so I will say it worked for me Um, in the moment. If I went back and watched it, when I went, when when I eventually go back wow. and watch it again, I'm sure I will be like, well, now I see it. Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> Didn't realize you were such a sheep, Cody. Oh. They played, I played right into their fucking hand. Ah! My fucking, uh, sheep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no other word for it. Uh, no, but yeah, that's true. I am, now that I know that that's legitimate, not me having a mental breakdown, uh, when I rewatch it, I'll be so <laughs> happy to point it out. Face? <laughs> oh, no! Um, Okay. So yeah, and this movie uh, was Trey sad. It, From it the, was rough. I and the first was, movie has moments of like cruelty towards children and scariness, but right. overall the tone is it's Stranger Things. It, it's Goonies esque. Yes, it's know. all those Steven Spielberg Amblin movies, mm-hmm. ET, all that kind yes. of vibe. This, I mean, there was a suicide in within like. 10, 20 minutes of it starting, which I truly didn't expect from this story. Along with, the movie opens with a gay hate crime Oh my god, of course. I blocked it out. Murder. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Rough, obviously. It was Humongous trigger warning rough. to anybody who might be th- is listening to this and has not seen the movie. Also, humongous trigger, trigger warning because the first scene we see with Jessica Chastain playing Bev, older oh. Bev, is a horrifying domestic abuse scene. So just you know, warning, 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 obviously. Yeah, and I think it, it yeah. I, I it, knew, it got assaulty. Like, oh, it's, it's violence. And yeah. I mean, I knew all this was kind of coming because I vaguely know what happens in the book. So I knew okay. the gay hate crime was in the book. Um, yeah. And I knew about... Uh, Fuck, I don't remember. Something else. <laughs> and I remember you mentioning that to me, but I had forgotten about it. Because obviously, I don't know. I keep blocking it out. Because I remember you mentioning that in the story. And so when we saw the movie, the movie start and like, 
we meet a gay couple. My train of thought went, fun, a gay couple. And then I went, oh, no. And, like, I remembered it was going to go so yeah. south. And it really, uh, I mean, I blocked it out. That's how bad, how intense it felt. It just, it's it's well done. Exactly. Well acted. I don't begrudge it well being in the movie. And I want to no, return no, no, to no. it because I have more yeah. thoughts tying it into another character. Um <gasps> But we can, get back, we can get, come back to that. I have notes. Don't worry. I mean, if you want to, unless do, well, should I, be I want to talk, keep talking about the, the yes. I'm like, going to talk about the plot. I also like, yeah. I can't remember the things. general tone. But another issue I have with the movie is what we're talking about is that the movie is so sad, like you said, yeah, and violent. And I mean, like again, spoiler, fucking alert. One of the main gang dies in uh, like at the end. Yeah, and also Stanley gets one scene alive and then dies by suicide. Yeah. Which is in the book also. That's that's the thing I knew was coming. Oh, okay. But in the book, he, apparently he doesn't get the reasoning that he gets in this, which is like, I knew the only way to, like, uh, was take myself out, out of the game. Yeah. Right, or whatever the fuck. Because if I wasn't he knew, there, I, he I knew I wasn't, I wouldn't be contributing. In the book, apparently he just... Doesn't. Not just kills himself, but it's there's there's less reason to it, plot-wise. So there's all this going on, and it's Eddie tense. dies, and um, all this is sad. At the same time... But I don't want to keep referring to it like this, but they are they want to recapture the magic of the first one, and part mm-hmm. of what made the first one so fun was the dynamic of these kids, which was they they tease each other. It was, you know, fun and mm-hmm. like they were children. And they keep that levity in this, but it's with adults. And like that's mm-hmm. not how adults really interact. For the most part. Okay. Plus uh, there was like a general tone of like gleefulness to the whole thing that I found didn't really tie in with what was on screen. Like, there's one moment where the character of Eddie, who mm-hmm. is the dermaphobe and mm-hmm. uh, keeps getting haunted by this leper apparition, they encounter each other in the basement of this pharmacy, the leper and Eddie, right. and the leper, like, vomits black sludge on him, and the mm-hmm. movie inserts a cut of that song that, like, just call me angel of the morning. Do you remember that? Oh, we're right, And I yeah. don't know for the life of me why that's there it's just a <laughs> snippet it's yeah. not referred to ever again i tried researching it i have no idea what the fuck this is doing there other to be like this is just like a funny tonal imbalance oh you mean why the song specifically yeah. is there yeah that is a I just specific don't get it. choice it's not yeah I, I just truly it truly melted my brain i was like <laughs> i know it's a minor moment but like but why, why? yeah <laughs> that's a fair that's a fair that 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 so there's that tone to the whole thing, and, like, Bill Hader plays older, um, shit, the Richie. Finn Park character. I have such trouble Richie. with these kids' <laughs> goddamn names. I got you. And he's a stand-up comedian, so he's making a lot of jokes, and that fits Bill Hader's character. Um, but, like, sometimes the timing, not the most appropriate, and I know a lot of pe- friends in the, like, the comedy community and improv and stuff, and they're constantly making jokes <laughs> and constantly on, right. so I get it, but, like, I don't know... You're dealing with, like, otherworldly supernatural forces. Like, this is... Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> you weren't feeling it. You weren't feeling the tone. You weren't feeling the vibe. And I felt... I guess what you're saying is, like, it felt kind of forced. Like, these moments yes. of, like, ha it's it. Whoa, we got jokes! And I will okay. eat my hat if this is in oh, the honey. book. If oh, this is honey. how the book is. Or the, even the original miniseries, which I have not seen, too, admittedly. But, I don't know. No, I mean, I don't... I, I can't say I disagree. I mean, 
that's probably they knew what worked and they were like, let's try, let's go round two. Do you yeah, want to just bounce through the plot real fast? Like, uh, real fast. Okay, yeah, yeah. So we're just there. to give context what we want to talk about. Yeah, they're adults. Um, Mike, who uh, is a chap. Uh, who lost all of his, his family to like the burning house in Derry. He's still in Derry after 27 years. He, he hears about the hate crime that happened, which was terrible and uh, very bad. And uh, was there another... Something... Whatever. He, he And so he, he calls everybody, lets them know what's going on. Shit's going on. We gotta come back. They all come back uh, reluctantly hesitantly. They all get scared. The um, only person who's like gung-ho about it is... Um, these fucking names. What is Which, his name? James McAvoy. Oh, uh, uh Bill. The main guy. Bill. Yeah, Bill. Right, because Georgie's he wants brother. to see fucking Bev. And it was his idea to, like, slice their hands open and make a promise. So right. he's the only one that's like, come on, guys, I'm with Mike. Right. And those, right, exactly. So they come back, they learn that, they realize that they don't remember a lot of the shit that goes on. Mm-hmm. They don't know where Stanley is. They go to the restaurant. They go to the restaurant. Stanley's not there. Creatures. Call his wife, find out he's dead, unfortunately. Mm. Pretty quickly, we realize that, like, the characters are made aware that, like, it is watching them. It's happening. Like, in the Chinese restaurant that they have the, have this dinner and this reunion dinner. Fortune cookies. Fortune come cookies alive start come alive. Things. There's heads in the fish tanks. I thought it was kind of fun. That was fun. It was fun. It was spooky. And it's, like, not happening, you know. There's a lot more yeah. CGI in this movie, and I didn't love that, but, like, I get why. But. Yeah. So they're, like, all staying in, like, a hotel or something. Yep. There's, like, sexual tension between Bill and Beth. Of course. She can't remember who wrote that no- the letter, the January Ember's letter. Right, um, because they find out in the first movie. Right. Because Bill knows. is like, I don't write a poetry. He's like, I, I never wrote, but I'll, I'll kiss you. And read. then later, Ben kisses her, and she, he's like, no, 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 I wrote it, bitch. So, I can't remember the order of I don't remember things, exactly how they like but, are like, fine, let's do it. Right, um, Ben McAvoy. Ben McAvoy. Ben McAvoy. <laughs> Bill, to play by James McAvoy, he uh, no, no, uh, finds the house where he's, where uh, Georgie was murdered in front of, and he f- sees a kid there, and he make sure the kid doesn't get murdered but the kid does get murdered yeah well first they're set up on like they're sent on this task by mike who seems to have okay. all the answers because he hasn't left girl hasn't left dairy and he spent all his time he lives above a library um fun. and he spent which is kind of fun uh he spent all his time researching this creature and figuring out a way to kill it and yeah. the best plan he's come up with is he found this native american tribe that part of their lore going all the way back to like Way before the colonization of America, was um, the the it demon came from space? It seems like attached to a comet, right? And they found a way to defeat it. Right. Uh, It was this like ritual where they had to gather around this like this uh, tokens. Yeah, and they had to put there's like a how would you describe it? It looks like like a a lampshade. Yeah, it's kind of like a like a a box bucket. I don't know. It's like a pretty vase right, made of fabric. Yeah, with some carvings on Carving, it depicting yeah. the ritual. It may be made of like hide, the hide of like an animal. Sure. Yeah, yes. You know what I mean. Almost definitely. You can see it in your brains, everybody. Yeah, you know. You know. So basically, Mike explains to Bill and then eventually to everybody that they need to, to perform the ritual that will kill it because it is after them specifically. Because right. Oh, he just loves the drama. The drama. And also, like, I gotta score to settle with you, kids. Yeah, oh, you crazy manly kids. So, according to Mike, the way to defeat it is they each need to get a token from their past. Right. Some sort of symbolic item that right. references okay. their, their past in dairy, their time as kids when they were 
haunted by this monster, and they need to burn it all together yeah. in the place where it came from. Right. Do a ritual, and they'll be able to seal in the the box, the bucket, whatever the fuck. Right. We'll call it an urn. The spirit of it. Which is like these three circular orbs. Yes, they keep calling them the deadlights, which in the first movie when Bev mm-hmm. is like transfixed by Pennywise when they're in the sewers when and he, like he like opens his face him. and there's that like really frankly vaginal like teeth oh, situation. Sh- Vagina dentata. It, oh it does exist. It does exist. But yeah, there, there's you like see three it glowing in, lights mm-hmm. and it hypnotizes her. Whoa! Yeah. Right, so they're called the Deadlights, and that's what they need to seal in the box. I actually think all this mythology stuff is pretty well cinematized. Is that a word? Well, because there's so much more craziness to there's it. A craziness ton meaning of craziness in the book. Yeah, yeah like in terms of narrative, like I can't imagine how this makes sense. Right, and they streamline it pretty fairly well based on what I know about the book, which I never read. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, there's like a was it there's like a giant turtle that like yeah. vomited up our universe and that comes into play and there's like another. It's very like um, there's a vagina maybe. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of more space zaniness to it. Yeah. It's very, anyway, uh, uh, very science. What is it? Scientology. Very Scientology. Very um, Twin Peaks almost. Mm-hmm. So anyway, okay. they right. all split up to go find their tokens. <gasps> right. Okay. So that's when Bill goes to the yes. house. Yes. And this is what I was okay. talking about. The part where we get individualized Pennywise scares, and we get cuts back to this moment in time where the kids were separated and are also experiencing Pennywise. Oh, oh. So we get, okay. it's like a big chunk of the movie where they're just running around getting stuff and getting scared by Pennywise. Yeah, and I didn't quite realize that that was supposed to be that month when they were kids. Like, I didn't realize they were flashing back to that month. It, like, took me a while to realize what right. we were flashing back to. Well, because like, they're time. like, we were together the whole summer, what do you mean? And then, like, somebody's like, not uh, the whole summer. And then it cuts back to the uh, moment right, 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 right after the right. house. And I, I recognized, like, the clothes they were wearing because we had literally just watched the first one. Right. So I knew it was right after they were in the well house. Right, and um, what's his face? Eddie's mom picks him up? Yes, because he broke his gotcha. arm. Gotcha. Okay. Eddie's right, mom, right. who also plays Eddie's, Eddie's wife in this, which is funny. hilarious. Right. Like, I'm, I'm cool with that level of, like, silliness. But uh, maybe pl- blasting Angel during that. I mean, it's a good song. Bill goes to the house where Georgie was killed. He yells into the sewer. <laughs> um, a boy who lives there comes out, yep. and he's like, boy, don't go in there! It's a little and then weird. The, the boy's like, uh, I'm going to the fair. Don't know why I'm telling you this. Uh, so Bill goes and follows the boy to the fair, thinking that Pennywise will go there. And then, I don't know if, I think, uh, whatever. Bev goes to her old apartment house. Yes, this is my favorite part. Which was the best one. This is about, oh, by far the best one. It's in the trailer. Oh my god. It's great. So she goes to the apartment. First of all, she sees the name on the door. It says Marsh. She looks mm-hmm. at it again. It says, mm, Perch. Birch. Yeah, yeah, something else. <laughs> she comes in. It's some old lady. She's loving the place. It's decked out. And she's just talking with the, the old lady. She's she taking a look around the house. She finds the postcard. Yeah. Yeah. She finds like her ben. stash of cigarettes in the wall. Um, she just tears this woman's house apart. I know. She goes to her and she's like, oh, is my secret hiding place there? I thought it was going to be like a little door. No. She literally rips open the wallpaper and pulls out the floorboard. You said <laughs> this like, woman's the, like. The like. I don't know what it's called. Uh, the the um, runner? Mm. The, um, the molding. It's like the molding. On the floor. Thank you. Um, and she features this old woman's like fucking sewing scissors. Yeah. A little sewing scissors. Like, Rose needs that. You know, for her hobbies. And then turns out this woman, again, is in the trailer. Well, it was a woman. And she is I Pennywise's daughter. Do you think this was real? Like, she really is a person who <clears throat> is his daughter? Or do you think this I, was. I think this is all. Oh, duh, it can't be. Because it's all just like a demon light spirit. Yeah. I, I think I imagine that it met a real person who went by the name of Pennywise the Dancing sure. Clown yeah. and Ooh. co-opted their identity as a way to lure kids in. I'm sure that's what is 
happening there. And that person, Pennywise, was a sick... Just was probably just really terrible. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he must have been such a terrible energy of fear that this demonic... You know, the the demon energy knows where it's going. I'm sure it's in the book. I don't know. So that happens. She's like, my dad was a clown. Isn't that crazy? And then uh, we see, for a moment, um, the real Pennywise in human form. It's great. In, like, one of the rooms opens up, and it's like... Uh, early 1900s realness. Like makeup room, yeah. Maybe? Late 1800s. Uh. I don't know. But he, it's him, it's Skarsgård and all his realness, and he's, I don't even know what but the fuck he was saying. No makeup on, I don't know either. I, I but so he like, he's like, he, he drags his, he's like splattering white paint all over his face, uh. and he drags his nails down his face in the formation of that like, the, s- the red, like, almost like, lines, like uh, hourglass figure that he has on his face, Ooh, the okay. makeup. Sure. But it's like he's digging into his skin with his fingernails with blood. Ooh, it was with wild. Great. I it remember was we were like, great. Yeah. That whole scene was great. The the daughter turns into that. this fun naked lady monster thing. It was Loved like her. it was like the cousin of the old lady from The Shining. It was like they Mama got together. from that movie oh. Mama, directed by the same director, meets her. Meets mm, Slenderman. Mama. Me too. Slenderman. Mm, Slenderman. <laughs> Slenderman and Gilman. <laughs> Attorneys at law. <laughs> That's funny. Mama. I know. Fantastic. It's great. She somehow gets out. Don't she gets know. out and then realizes that the house that she's in. Oh, sorry. Completely abandoned. There was Honey, never. It was all hallucination. That whole scene could have been a movie, and I would have been loved it. Very happy. That's where I was like, okay, this almost justifies the existence of this part of the movie that oh. is otherwise not necessary. Because spoiler alert: the tokens end up not fucking mattering. Yeah. So. Uh, right. She step. Uh, I just want to mention how fun that was. She steps out of the building. She looks up. It's all abandoned. Mm-hmm. Sh- uh, it's boarded up. Yes. So they find out these tokens don't even fucking work. And they go, Mike, you were lying. And he's like, oh, right. Because the uh, indigenous people didn't kill him. It didn't work the first time. Well, we can he like, surmise I need to that. Because he's alive. Yeah, true. Like, That's that very alone true. is proof. <laughs> That's it's true. Succeed. Of course he wasn't sealed away. He's here. Yeah. He's, here he is. Yeah. Here he is right there. So I didn't get that either, man. I didn't get it either. Right. And they like show him like scratching up the urn and it's the like part of the he urn changed that, like, it. I don't even know yeah, what it was. Yeah, the part was. of the urn that like shows that Penny, uh, it was actually not captured. Uh, yeah. <sighs> I guess we'll just have to rewatch it. Oh, no. Um, what else? What is Ben? Uh, oh, Ben throws in the uh, yearbook signature for Right, because Bev. he goes back to the high school, finds his locker, I think. Oh, No, right. it's in his wallet. Right. Oh, the whole time. his wallet, which yeah. is weird. Yeah, it's like, um, Right, girl. but he, he, like, gets, he goes through, like, some bullying uh, 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 flashbacks, and he, yeah, he goes back into the locker. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, but he, as a kid, he was the, uh, the lo- right. As a kid, yes. he went back into yes, the locker. yes, yes. Um, uh, Bill Hader goes back to the arcade in the movie theater, gets a token, has a flashback to being chased by the giant lumberjack of Paul Bunyan Bunyan statue, lumberjack, what, you you know, Paul Bunyan statue, which I know is in the book. And then, okay. He loves making inanimate things come to life, Stephen King. Loves it. He loves the drama. Um, (laughs) Good. (laughs) I have powers. You don't know. (laughs) So, okay. Important, though. Yes. Let's talk. Bill Hader's character, Richie. Yes. The comedian. He goes back to the town square where the Paul Bunyan statue is after getting his token from the uh, arcade. Mm-hmm. Literally a token. Literally, honey. His token is a token. So creative. Aren't you in the arts? Be better. <laughs> I'm dialing 911 right now. <laughs> anyway, so he goes back to the town square. Bill Hader, grown up. 
he encounters Pennywise there. Pennywise Fine. is chilling on the Shoulder. Paul Bunyan statue, and there's a crowd of people like preparing again <laughs> for like the Fourth of July ceremony. <laughs> I, I love forgot this about part. this moment. Love yeah. this part. Pennywise makes time freeze in a way, and oh the whole crowd God. kind of turns to face Bill Hader. And they're they're just like in the library scene in the first one, mm, mm-hmm. which I love. They're in the background, kind of out of focus, right. and they're all facing frozen with their mouths open. Right. Cool. Right. And Bill Hader's in front of them. He doesn't see all this yes. craziness, which is even more fun. Pennywise is taunting him, whatever. Pennywise starts singing a song that's like, I know Wake your secret. Me up <laughs> but yeah, I know your secret. Okay, I know your secret, right? That was so He was like, I know your dirty little secret. And while he's singing, the crowd is swaying <laughs> along. Oh, but it was re- great. But like, I don't know if that's you know digital one person or not. Was off? What? You, sorry, what were you saying? No, that was that's good because I was gonna say they all looked in sync, but one person was one off. One person was off. I noticed. Son of a Some bitch. White. <laughs> <laughs> well, then that proves that it's real because I was gonna say I wonder if it was. I was gonna just say I wonder if it was CGI because to the I mean most of them looked very good. Yeah. No, it uh, was still fun. It was off-putting and it was that it was, was wild. A throwback again. And that to is the, a stress dream right there. Oh my god, the a fun scared the original. So, same time. Do you think, and we can come back to this later. Mm-hmm. Do you think he he was a he was a homosexual? Richie? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's fairly explicit, I think. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think he was not to make it sound so. He was queer in some regards. He was yeah. queer in some regards. I don't think he was gay. I'm gonna. This is gonna sound stupid the way I'm phrasing. No, it. I don't that. think he was gay for Eddie. <laughs> I know there's better ways of putting it, but well, because that was my initial reaction at the end. But then I was like, oh no no, he just needs to come to terms with like he loves Eddie. Yeah. In a very, and that's okay too. Uh, or maybe you think he want, was. I, I think he us. was pretty. I think we're meant to take from it. His secret is that he is queer. Oh, that he was in love with Eddie. And he was in love with Eddie oh, at the same I time. Oh, I see. I mean, it wasn't acted upon, and Eddie probably didn't know. Yes. Again, okay, I gotcha. kind of want to pause this, because I have a lot of thoughts on this, and I want to get back to it after we get through the plot. Okay, um, But, yes, I do think what we see, because we see, we see uh, a flashback to young Richie carving initials on that bridge where everybody carves right. their crushes initials. Mm-hmm. And he, we, see, right. um, we see him carve R+, plus, but we don't see him finish it. Right. And then... Grown-up Bill Hader, after all the craziness of the movie, one of the last things in the movie is we see him yeah. go back to the bridge and, like, touch up his... Mm-hmm. R. His R and his E. Well, didn't he add the E? No, no, time? it was there. He was, like, just... Oh, he was it was just, always there. We didn't it was just see faded. it as the he audience. Just, right. We just didn't... It just cut before we saw him yeah. carve the E the first time as a kid. Two. And then when he goes back as an adult, he it is still there, R plus E, and he's just, like, touching it up because time has right. weathered it. But obviously, being in this situation and... Seeing Eddie again for the first time in 27 years, mm-hmm. he is reaffirmed in his affections. Was this after Eddie died, too? Yes. Yeah, so that will do it. We will come back to this. <laughs> <laughs> I have a thought. Anyway, so, uh, uh, who else is there? Uh, ben, Fucking, uh, uh, ben Stanley's is dead. We know that. Stanley's dead. Uh, uh, Michael has... But he uses the rock that Bev apparently threw the, during their rock fight, right. which, uh, I, how would you have gotten it? I don't know. Truly don't know. Anyway, um, uh, is that you guys everybody... Oh, Ben. Stanley has some shower caps that they found in their oh, right. old for, hideout for, because it's like underground and to keep shower, uh, spiders from getting out in right, your hair. Right, Stanley's idea because he's such a Jew and I love it so much. He's, he's just, he's just looking out. I know. I love it so much. <laughs> I'm not a neurotic bitch. We're just trying to stay alive so we don't get persecuted and burned alive again or like, you know, exiled. Is sorry. that okay with you? I'm sorry. Is that okay that is I that like okay to save my monty? <laughs> anyway. 
What was I saying? What were we? Oh, okay. So, so there's everybody. They go through their. They all, all right, get their tokens. Cute. They gather. They go to the well house. They go down, right. down, and down, and down. Um, all the way to the crater where it first smashed into the world. <laughs> of course. They try to burn the tokens. Cool. It doesn't work. Right. Um, but, like, the, the things are coming down, the, the, the balls of death. And like the dead lights. Uh, Mike uh, keeps saying, having them chant stuff. Yes, I don't know oh, what right. it has them chant. He's like, wake me Get up in inside. There. I can't Get wake up. Get in the box. <laughs> Get in the box. That would be nice. Um, and then it doesn't work, but he's like, no, if we just believe. There can be miracles if you believe, Mariah Carey. That kind of is the message, though. He's like, I really need you to believe, and I thought maybe it would work. Like, best chance uh, we got. Gotcha. And then. Uh, a whole turns bunch of things happen. And yeah. Eddie saves the day. They're running sorta. through some caves back and forth, back and forth, and they realize oh, right. they can. So. Uh, sorry. <laughs> take a moment. So, there is a, a Native American saying that Mike kept repeating, which was. Right. Uh, a shape must abide by the rules of the shape it inhabits. Yeah. So, their plan then is to get Pennywise to believe he is, like, just a minuscule clown. And then they can just physically kill him. So what that means, this they have to fun. start chanting, clown, clown, well, clown. They're like, you look like shit. Your music's bad. You're so stupid. Your face. You're so stupid. Your makeup isn't even that good. Yeah. In that wig doesn't what even. What kind of wig is that? Wow. Wow. What is that? That dusty flake? costume. Have you shit. ever heard of a dry cleaners? Wow. Okay. You're not even going to fix that hole in your sleeve? Pennywise? Not so wise, I think. Well, Pennywise, how much you spend on that fucking outfit? More like Two broke pennies? stupid. Oh. And then he got all small. So- <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of cute in a fucked up way because it got into like a small little body and like, and, like he's just such a great physical actor. So I know it was just his yeah. face, but it was just like he was like, like his face got really like flat. It looked like Play-Doh, or like a pancake. Yeah, and it then they just, just literally wild. rip out his heart and squish it all together, which I love. Fun. This I love. Group activity. I could not believe that they were putting this on film because it was so <laughs> cuckoo crazy. The but I like guess way that's they the best depicted. Way to do it. Yeah. I loved it. No, yeah. this I loved. Yeah. This I loved. This, I, this is what I was talking. <laughs> about how they really yeah. visually communicated all the crazy mythology. I keep saying crazy. I'm sorry. All the mythology stuff that is truly wacko, like, fun <laughs> I would say crazy, but I'll say the wacko. wacko. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah, just how like, would you describe it? Like, well, no, that's the best. We just yeah. mean crazy in the sense that, like, when you read a book... It is unbelievable what is yeah, happening. It is unbelievable, but in the best way. Yes. Like, it's just magical sci-fi realness. And they... <laughs> Yeah, so they all squish his heart, and then he dies, and that's it. That's the end of the movie. And they're like, who wants to get some pancakes after this? Anybody? No oh, one? Also, Bev and Ben <laughs> make out underwater. It's very... Okay. I was really concerned for their breathing. When... Right? They were underwater for a long time. we all as a group had, like, a... I, I think maybe it was you then, because I remember someone at the moment being like, uh... Because <laughs> <laughs> I also was like, hello? Hello? Because, you know, you do that thing where in movies where when they are, go underwater, you hold your breath, too. Do you do I've that? I've done that before. Yeah. I mean, I think I do it subconsciously sometimes, and I was like, I'd be dead already. <laughs> dead. Also, it was in slow motion, but still. <laughs> but, like, also, I did... I do remember a moment when they're in the house, I think, and, um... He, because uh, Ben, when he was younger, got the H carved in him by Henry, yes. who we have to talk about in a moment. Oh, boy. Um, I forgot about he him. then is getting carved up by Pennywise. Whatever. There's, like, carvings happening. He's getting carved up as an adult, Ben. And he lifts up his shirt, and he has, like, the most out-of-control abs. abs, which, like, is very nice to look at. But he's supposed to be, like, 30. How old is he supposed to be? Like, 40? I Well, I assumed they were, like... I can't do math. Uh, t- 11 to 13 yeah. in the first movie so that plus 27 is 
like almost 40. Let's say 40. Yeah. I mean, God bless them. But in real life, they are all of that age. <gasps> that man is 40 years yes, old? Yes. I like, I, they, they're close to it. He's like, I think he's born in 81. Oh, he's just so strong. I know. He, <laughs> well, the, the joke, the thing about Ben right. is that he was like the chubby kid who grew up to be hot. Um, I will say that the casting was, I think, really smart. Because a lot of them really looked the same. They had, like, the same noses. It's crazy. A lot of them. It's crazy. Which I loved. And I was just... When we were just watching uh, it, it Chapter 1 before we saw the second movie, I was... Th- we were watching it, and for some reason, I thought, oh, Mike has such a cute little nose. And, like, when we saw the second movie, I'm like, oh, my God, he has the same fucking nose. And I... Just that little detail I don't happen. know how they did it, because the casting is so perfect. Really That's, like, great. the best thing about the movie is the casting. And I don't know how much yeah. of it is makeup or how much is just whatever, but they still had to find people with faces that resembled to a degree. Yeah. these kids but in a realistic way grown up right because like even Ben looks like Ben like they have the same kind yeah. of like squished face features yeah. like his and eyes are a little small and he has like kind of no sh- the same no shape yeah, it's amazing but like I, I that's such incredibly yeah, smart casting eyes. that yeah. you can look at the face of a grown man who's like stereotypically aesthetically hot right. and be like does he look like this like fat kid Right. Like and that sounds mean, but like that's what you, that's what they were casting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even with like Eddie, who uh-huh. looks just like young Eddie, but mm-hmm. I loved that. Like for example, Eddie had like more wrinkles than Ben does because like Eddie is a stressed out person. Like oh, little things like that. I love that. Are and Eddie was still brilliant. wearing polos as an adult. Yep. which was cute. Oh, uh, it was that the casting was unbelievable. Oh, and so okay, so I wanted to get back on, and then we can go back to yeah, yeah. your point, your your bigger point, yes, yes, just yes, a small yes. point. So Henry comes back because oh, he boy. gets left her somewhat dead in the first one, and I think they kept that semi ambiguous on purpose. But um, we learned that in the eighties, he even though it was thrown down a fucking well, made it through. Uh, came out of the sewer and then was arrested for murdering his dad, went to a psych ward, and so now, 27 years later, still sporting a mullet, mullet. Um, he gets uh, visited by um, uh, Hockstetter. What the fuck is that kid's first name? I don't know. The kid Last who name, dies uh, very early Brandon. in the first movie. It can't be Brandon. He dies in the tunnels, attacked yeah, by the, the zombies. Very skinny lad. Oh, I meant to look up if it was the same, it was the same actor, because I thought that'd be funny I if like you? he came in just to look like the dead version of himself. Let me <laughs> and he wasn't super recognizable facially, because it was uh, decomposed. Um, but he get, gave him the old knife back. He, he, they were red balloons, so clearly he, Pennywise is like looking for a human prox. No, yeah, like a, like a. Um, it is the Do same actor. Oh, fun! That's it's cool. a gig, honey. Who was born in 1998? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you like threw your phone. I love it. Yeah, they're like uh, henchmen almost for Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Who like act on his behalf. Yeah. And so he does some stuff. He tries to yeah. interfere. He tried to kill... What did he do? I blocked him out. What did he do? <laughs> also good casting. So <laughs> he also was good casting. Also he looked a lot cast, like... Yes. He was also good. Everyone was just very good. He attacks... I don't remember who he attacks first, but he definitely attacks Eddie at one point. Stabs Eddie in the face, in oh the mouth. Oh my god, why? And then Eddie pulls the knife out of the mouth and stabs him uh, in the chest. Yeah, and, and then, then he lives. Somehow. He lives, and then shows up later at the library where Mike lives, and right. Bill Hader kills him with an axe to the head. And that's oh it. My God, right. I thought he was kind of annoying. I thought it was kind of unnecessary. Yeah, Whenever he showed back there. up, I was like, oh my God. I know he's not going to kill them. True. They're, like, they're yeah. not going to have this movie end with a bully killing them. Yeah, and with some human killing them. Right, know? when there's this 
Demo- monster demonic clown waiting in the sewers. Um yeah, that was pretty useless. But I I mean I yeah. Oh, so I will say though, there was uh, I was watching a video, I won't say what video it was on YouTube, what who made it, but they were talking about explaining the ending of this movie and when they were talking about Richie they completely did not talk about him being queer. They completely missed the mark. They were like, yeah, it's about him. It was clearly they either had an agenda to not make it gay or they just were very dumb. Yeah, so, like, uh, it was just funny that this video was like, yeah, and Richie goes through this whole journey where he realizes he can express his uh, love for Eddie. And, like, I don't know, just the way it was phrased, it seemed not... Maybe I'm being dramatic. But it seemed that they missed the mark, and I thought that was funny. It's like when people like put out those articles where it's like, "Oh, these two women, were, two gal pals." It was like that kind of vibe. Like, uh, like Car- this old timey author and her lifelong friend <laughs> live together. Right, they sleep in the same bed, but you know, it's like, okay, well, well, we know what you mean by that. I I will give whoever this was that was saying this a bit of credit because I think they completely miss the mark and underplay everything regarding Richie's sexuality in a movie that takes place in 2016 mm. involving characters who are facing end-of-life, end-of-world scenarios in a way. Yeah. And he's in the arts. This is, I, this is humongous generalizations. Like, not to say that everybody in this decade who is, you know, working the arts mm-hmm. is comfortable enough to come out in some capacity. Mm-hmm. But I just find it completely unrealistic that the character of Richie would go through this life-changing, life-or-death scenario with these people and not say something about how much he loved Eddie. Like, seriously Mm. loved him. Yeah. Not just in, like, a friendly way. Because he's clearly the most affected by the death. Yeah. And, like, why wouldn't you tell Eddie that while he's fucking dying? Like, it's literally your last chance. You know he's dying. I... mm, It really read as... And apparently this isn't even in the book, so I don't know what the fuck the problem was. Because my first thought was... Oh, maybe it's in the book, but the book, the grown-up stuff takes place in the 80s, and, like, that was a time when people still didn't feel comfortable coming out, obviously. There was so much more going on. Even if you go through this demonic thing with this, you know, clown, whatever the fuck. Yeah. I just find it not realistic that he wouldn't express any modicum of his affection towards Eddie in these moments in this movie in 2016. Gotcha. Because the movie takes place in 2016. Right. And... At the same time, him being queer, which the movie makes, again, pretty clear. He's clearly queer. They had a moment where they could have used the opening hate crime as a specific point of fear for Richie. Because Mm, if he hears that in in his town, in 2016, gay people are still being killed, he would be even more hesitant to go back as somebody who's part of that community, uh, ostensibly. And, And they don't even mention it. Yeah. That's a very good point. I, I just the the opening scene. I don't mind it being there in a vacuum because I think it's important to remind people that this shit still fucking happens yeah. in the real world. And also, it kind of parallels nicely Mike's parents' death, which is another hate-filled. Oh yeah, yeah. Murder. It like is a resurgence in the town, right? And it's 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 what I talked about in the first movie about how I think the character of it is a metaphor for just evil in the world and how mm. we as people in the real world, why can't we look at evil things that happen in the real world, like hate crimes, bigotry, prejudice, in the same way that we look at them if an evil clown was behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think this movie kind of drops the ball on that same theme, because it doesn't really delve into the world of, like, trauma and 
PTSD in the way that the first one does. Mm-hmm. So it makes mm-hmm. the 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 gay hate crime and the domestic abuse that Bev is going through as an adult yeah. kind of cheap gotcha. in a way because it doesn't really pay off. It just is used as isn't this horrible? Okay, which like obviously it is. Yeah, but. There is there there's like chances where they could have tied it into the narrative and had it mm. mean something, had it be yeah. important to the character's development and where the story was going and what the character of it meant, and they just don't. Yeah, they just don't do that. Miss the opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Interesting point. Because and you're saying because the hate the gay hate crime is in the book. You're saying, but yes. Richie's. Uh, queerness is not. I don't believe so. I'm almost positive it's not. But even if it is, then yeah. then there's no reason why when they move this storyline up to move it up 30 years, why they wouldn't move the sensibilities of the characters politically up 30 years. Mm, yeah, that's true. Perhaps it was just play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. No, totally. Artistic choice to just keep it like, although it is our world, mm-hmm. to just keep it removed from our world. Because sure. there could have been many Trump moments, I guess. You know. I'm glad there weren't. Yeah. <laughs> or just like things like that. Like I don't know, when I think of twenty sixteen, I think of all the clusterfucks our country was going through. Oh. So maybe like I'm giving him credit here. Alex mm. Andy Machete. Andy Machete. Well he directed it and then somebody else wrote the screenplay. Oh, I see. But maybe they were just like, let's completely keep it in this other world without the I don't know. Because then, there really so isn't much. Like, it's not like you hear music. It's not like they, they, you have the characters actively like read books that we know in our world or like listen to music sure. in our world. But then like, it's just watch. weird to have two characters at the beginning who are like proudly out and gay, mm-hmm. and then have another character who is like secretly gay and not have that tied in in any way. Right. No. Yeah. I know. That's weird. not that. All people <laughs> movies have to like exist only to further each other's narratives. Because I'm okay with gay people just existing, obviously. Right. But it just reads as not completely thought through right like even if there was a moment of like uh richie bill Hader's portrayal like finding out about the hate crime and just having a moment of looking horrified just that just alone. a flash of recognition something yeah. they don't like even touch on it at anything yeah. this isn't it's, it's not problematic or anything it doesn't make the movie right. like, toxic i yeah. just think it's a missed opportunity and it kind of makes elements of the narrative that are playing into identity politics and mm-hmm. people's um identity again kind of just read us a little cheap um, I did hear, though, that they're going to be making not exactly, like, a sequel per se, but it'll be, like, scenes that were on the cutting room floor plus scenes that they hadn't record- filmed yet okay. that they had cut entirely. I don't want to say, like, maybe that'll fill in some hole. <laughs> oh. uh, fill in some gaps, but, like, something to look forward uh, to. Maybe. Possibly. But um, it probably won't. Yeah. Probably and, won't I mean, like, the, the, <laughs> like, regardless, it's, like, this is the movie. Like, <laughs> I know. Of course. I, I would also love to see scenes that, like, would hopefully bridge some of these issues I'm having, but, like... It probably won't, though. Probably I'm gonna won't. be honest with you. It, it probably sh- it just is what it is. Um, but that's very... Fill you, though. What and I would like to see... it's a long movie. You could have made time for it. That's the thing. It's a long movie. Yeah. Give me, like... 30 seconds of connection. Give me hand job Please. scene or give me death. Right. You know? You end up time for the the old pharmacist to reappear in old age makeup and like fart oh around God. literally behind the counter. But like, <laughs> whatever. He did fart. Um, I would like to say though, speaking of like alternate versions of the movie, I would love to see like a six hour version that like ties the movie in in the order that the book is in. Because in the Ooh, book. Yeah. The um, and I heard rumors that this might be happening, but I don't know for sure. Because in the book, uh, it is not told like here's the kids half, here's the adults half. It's like scattered in the, like the whole book is like going back and forth. Oh, oh, okay. And I would love to see a movie that did that because then I think that would clear up some of the narrative 
uh, focus issues that I think this one has. You th- are you saying if there was a movie that is chronologically like in correct? book order? But no, because the book is. You mean in the order of the book? Itself, yes, where it goes the book crazy. isn't chronological. It right. keeps flipping so, back and forth. So you, you're saying if there's a movie that follows that back and forth, yes. it'd be helpful. Her. It just is weird to me that one movie is completely chronological and then one flips back and forth. Yeah, and I, uh, yeah. I'd rather be like both were chronological or yeah. both flip back and forth. Yeah, I, I mean, I know it sounds silly, but it's like after a while, it was kind of confusing because you're like, where, what time am yeah, I in? Uh, you know. But completely random. My last thought. I thought it was funny that there were two Meg Ryan references in the movie. Ah! Because in the opening scene, the young gay man says, give your wig back to Meg Ryan or something like that. So right. the people who are like the bigots who are taunting them. And then when Mike uh, Richie goes back to the movie theater where the arcade is, there's a like torn in half you've got mail poster behind him. Oh, because it's like a destitute. It's like abandoned. Yeah, right? it's like the, it closed. Sad. I don't, I mean, that made me sad. <laughs> That is funny. What do you think that's about? Is that a red herring? Is she it? <laughs> is she one of the well, iterations? We haven't where's seen she her. Been? I haven't seen where's her in Pennywise in the same room, mm-hmm. so I'm it. That'd be so funny if they're like, oh, what yeah, if she was in like movie. no movies every 27 years? Like in 1989 <gasps> No, I know she was in, because no, it when Harry Met Sally is 1989. I just know that off the top of my head. Don't worry about it. And then she it. was in Electra from the 90s. And she kind of disappeared. Where is she? I hope she sees this movie Maybe and she goes, sh- that me? <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Maybe she got some kind of money. That is very funny. And I thought that was such a dumb fucking dig. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, that it read annoyed as, me. And I don't know the, the sexuality of the screenwriter, but it read as somebody being like, how, what a gay person. <gasps> right. <laughs> I bet it gives some person. sassy remarks. Oh, a wig and an actress from the 90s. Got it. Right. I felt that way too. I was like, that just seems, I don't know, man. Me, Again, before I speak out, a 2016 look up this up, person being the recipient of a hate crime, I don't think they would be like, I just don't think they'd be giving like catty Friday night insults at the bar. I, I don't know. I, I don't might. know. But I, I mean, ah! <laughs> I'm, I might. That's true. Um, I don't know. Maybe I would do the same. It'd be like your shirt is ugly. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. The screenplay in the first movie is co-written by Gary Dalberman and Carrie Joji Fuganaga and uh, somebody named Chase Palmer. And this one was written just by Gary Dalberman. Now, Kerry Fuganaga was going to originally direct it, Chapter 1, and then okay. didn't, but he still maintains a screenwriting credit, so I wonder how much of the narrative clarity and focus on the kids in the first one is because of him, oh. and him not being here... Lost that touch, baby. Exactly. Is that why this is a little bit less thematically grounded and, like, streamlined? Hmm. I don't know. That was it, Chapter 2. That's it? You know what else to say to me? That's it. That's it. And that's all, folks. Uh, yeah, they're bizarre out. Uh, ben and, it. it was still a good ben, movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ben and Bev go live together. Fuck? Yeah, they, they go they're on a boat with a dog at the oh. end. But I want to like, see them okay. like hang out with like their dog. I saw his abs again, though. But, like, God bless. Because, like, Bev has obviously been going through cycles and cycles of abuse. Yes. And then she's going to get a real nice guy who's got a real good job. And a real nice bod. And a real nice bod. <laughs> <laughs> and a real nice house. Oh, that's another thing. They all are doing so well in their adult lives. Are they? 
Financially. Oh. <laughs> they are all successes, you except think? for Mike. Well, I, I think, yes. Richie might still be broke. Oh, no, he's successful. Richie's they a stand up comedian, famous. Right, because he gets Selling out the huge theater. Right, 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 right. Um, ben, James McAvoy is Stephen King, basically. He, oh like, my. is an author. Oh, right, and Jessica Stephen King Ch- is in the movie. Yeah, it's funny. It's fine. We won't say when. Go see Bev it. Bev is, like, a famous shoe designer, I think. Something like that. Oh, they, I like, totally they, like, they mentioned, there's, like, an offhand comment, but also her, like, closet is huge. Their house is beautiful. Um, ben is this right. successful architect, and right. Stanley, I don't know what he does, but his, the first line of, like, the scene that they're in, his wife goes, all right, booked it, we're going to Buenos Aires, and oh they have, like, this my. nice house, so, like, they're all yeah. doing well. I mean, and not- I kind of wish one of them was, like, a fuck up. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, I don't know. I know, that- and I guess because it's, like, so is Mike supposed to be, like, the not, I thought Mike was still cool. He got a nice above library blow place. It I mean, was he, seemed, he did seem a little bit maniacal in his fixation on this. But, like, why wouldn't I you guess be? No. Yeah, I never was... I was into it from the get-go. And also, he's just very calm and cool. Zach brought up a point, because I brought up the same thing about, like, I wish one of them was, like, a fuck-up. That, like, uh, maybe it was in the book, or maybe this was just his theory, but, like, Pennywise maybe manipulated their futures so that it would be so good that they wouldn't want to come back to Derry. Oh. But it, it's not mentioned in the movie at all. They're all just doing really well. <laughs> they just use that fear to uh, light the fire that is their anxiety, that is their, you know, creative outlets, that is, I don't know. Capitalism! Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, it's been Halloweeners. Go, go see it! Go see um, it, chapter two. You should. In general, support <laughs> big budget studio horror because it, it it's making a resurgence, but we got to make sure that those keep getting made because it's... Uh, way easier for them not to make them. So <laughs> make sure that this... I would love if this made money. Give it that money. Give it that money. Um, you know what you should do, however you're listening to this, you should follow us. You should uh, review, uh, rate us, share our information yeah. with your friends and family and co-workers. Uh, Halloweeners Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh-huh. Um, if you want, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Hey Kira Hey. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, letterboxd at CodyMonster91. Thank you to... The aforementioned Zach. You can Zach. find him at Apre Pompeii on all sorts of social media and Spotify. He did our theme music. And you can also check on out uh, Leah Patterson on Instagram at a tender witch. She did the artwork that's uh, of us that's on the phone or a device you're looking at. And it's- she just got engaged. Congratulations. Oh my god. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh my. So send by her art so she can get a toaster. Yeah. I'm assuming that's what people want when they get married. Well, she she told me that she um, is so sad because all her bread is not toasted. So that'd <laughs> be a good present. Cold. Just saying. <gasps> Face your fears and shoot your dead brother in the head. Does that happen in the movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> George gets shot with in the fucking head. Guilt, he shot his, his self. His... And his brother. It was kind of fun. Guilt's a hell of a drug. Bye! Bye. <laughs> <laughs>